Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Good morning, everyone, and uh, thank you for joining us today on this very special day at Petco Park here in San Diego. Uh, the Padres are very excited about today and today's announcement and to meet our new manager. We would very much like to thank all of you for being here today. We'd also like to thank our special viewers who have joined us from Fox Sports San Diego, the MLB Network, our listeners on 97.3 The Fan, and, of course, Padres.com. We're ushering in a new era of Padres baseball today as we introduce the newest manager of the San Diego Padres, the 21st manager of the Padres, Jace Tangler. Alongside Jace on the stage this morning is Padres Executive Vice President and General Manager A.J. Preller. When we begin, we'll have opening remarks from A.J. and we'll follow with a few words from Jace himself before we open up to you uh, the floor to take some questions. So at this time, A.J. Preller. Thank you, Don. Uh, Jace is joined here today. just want to recognize Callie, his wife, Gabe and Gio, his boys, and Diana and Steve, his parents. Thank you guys for, uh, for being here, and welcome to the Padres. It's about, been, about a month or, been about a month or so that we started this process, and there's clear marching orders from Ron and from Peter. Uh, we, we feel like we have a talented group of young individual players and looking for a manager that can turn that group into a world championship caliber team. Uh, we sat down that first day, uh, about a month, uh, myself, Ron, and Peter, uh, and started to map out things that we wanted to see, characteristics, criteria we wanted to see in our next manager. Uh, somebody that can connect with, with individual players, guys that have different backgrounds. Obviously, in a big league clubhouse, you have 25 different individuals come from all different skill levels, all different uh, experiences and different backgrounds. Somebody can connect with those players. Somebody that those players are going to want to run through a wall for. Uh, somebody that, that they're going to they're want to play for, they're going to be pl- proud to play for. We talked about somebody that had knowledge and content. Obviously, uh, a lot goes into the game of baseball. It's a detailed game. It's a highly skilled game. And somebody that can transfer those, that knowledge and that experience to, to our, our talented group that we have right now at the, at the big league level. Somebody that has passion and, and work ethic and energy. And, you know, through... Uh, basically, just just through through day to day experiences, can uh, can transfer that to to the group that we have right now, uh, overall at the big league at uh, the big league uh, level. Somebody that that when we talk about clear expectations and standards, um, that through their message, through a consistent message to the group, uh, can make it clear to Padre fans: this is the identity of our team. This is what we want to look out and see. That our players understand when they walk in the in the building what what it's going to take to be a world championship caliber first baseman or world championship caliber shortstop or a world championship caliber outfielder or pitcher. Uh, and some of it makes it fun. You know, you hear a lot about the grind of baseball. 
you hear that the season's a grind. Uh, you know, there are moments where we feel that way, but ultimately it's a game, and it's a game that the players have to enjoy it. They have to enjoy being on the field. They have to do it with a smile. Um, as we sat down as a group, Ron, Peter, and myself, we looked at that, at that checklist and said we want somebody that can check all those boxes. And my first experience with Jace as a player, uh, he was a very instinctive player. And, um, you know, we, we, we always talked about those instincts. My first, uh, first time with Jace, he was coming off the field in spring training, uh, his first day as a Texas Ranger minor league player. And those, those, uh, those instincts were on, on full display. The workout got done. He took his, uh, his baseball pants off, his, his, his dirty laundry and clothes, put it in his baseball bag, and he handed it to our general manager, our current general manager at the time, John Daniels, thinking he was our clubhouse manager to do his laundry for him. <laughs> so it, it was at that moment that me and J.D. looked at each other and said, now this guy's going to manage in the major leagues one day or not. Um, you know, when he got done playing, uh, it was pretty clear that his calling was, was coaching. And I think a lot of that probably is in his blood. His parents, uh, Diana and Steve, they're Hall of Fame level coaches at the, uh, at the state level in Missouri. Uh, you know, Jace's first experience was to go down to the Dominican Republic. Not, not, an, easy, uh, not an easy challenge. Uh, but he, he went down there first as a coach and then two years as a manager. Uh, foreign country, language barrier, new culture. Um, but what it showed me is that he was comfortable being uncomfortable. And quickly showed that you know, a lot of that, you know, that energy, that passion, that knowledge, he could transfer that to players. And that's a gift. Not, uh, not a lot of people have that. He clearly possessed that. Um, you know, over the course of the, uh, the three seasons he was down there, the program got a ton better. Individual players got better. Guys ended up eventually developing into major league players as, that were signed to 16, 17, 18-year-old kids at the time. Um, he built an identity for that group uh, that he led. And he did a lot of winning. Uh, he then was promoted up through the system as a minor league manager, as a field coordinator, where he was responsible for giving instruction to all levels uh, of a minor league system, from rookie ball players up until you know Triple A players, guys that have all different experiences. Uh, he became a farm director. He became an assistant general manager, uh, and then a major league coach. Um, I think through those experiences, what we've seen is the same connection that that, that I got to see uh, you know, a few years ago, you know, working with international free agents, guys that just signed. We've been able to see uh, him, him connect with all different players throughout a system, guys that are top prospects, guys that are grinders in the minor leagues, guys that are 4A players, guys that are, that are major league veteran, Hall of Fame players like Adrian Beltre, perennial all-stars like Hunter Pence and Sin Shu Chu. Um, you know, that connection that we've seen, that ability to relate, that passion, that work ethic, that energy, that knowledge, uh, he's had an ability to, to reach a lot of different players here over the last decade uh, in his different experiences. The process uh, was very intensive, hundreds of hours of conversation, uh, a, lot of, a lot of time spent looking at the best and the brightest. Uh, had a chance to sit down and talk with former major league managers, uh, veterans of the minor league ranks, some of the, some of the up-and-coming minor league coaches, uh, talked to some of the best minds in college baseball. Um, a lot of hours spent talking to, uh, to Ron, to the baseball operations group about exactly what, knowing what we were looking for, but just, uh, exactly what the different candidates brought to, to the table. And for us, it was, uh, it was pretty clear that uh, the checklist that we, that we looked back on from, from day one when we started this process, that, uh, that Jace was the right person at the right time with the right experiences. And he was uh, you know, the person that, uh, when we got done with the process, was clearly the choice for us as the manager of the Padres. So it's a lot of pleasure. I introduce Jace Tingler as the next manager of the San Diego Padres. Putting on the new 2020 cap so that you know.
This will be the cap the Padres wear in 2020. The jersey, however, is from last year's Friday nights. You may remember it. And that is largely because of the uniform unveiling, which will take place on November the 9th coming up. So this is last year's jersey. Ron Fowler, Peter Seidler, your ownership group, uh, thank you for uh, your belief. A.J. Preller and his team, um, I'm excited to work together and uh, appreciate this opportunity. Also want to give thanks to the Texas Rangers and the organization and the people over there. Um, thank you for raising me in this game. Thank you for developing me. John Daniels, um, for believing in me, um, for helping me on and off the field. Um, I appreciate the, the, the support over the years. Chris Woodward for just being himself, authentic, genuine. Learned a lot under him. I've had so many people in that organization invest in me over the past 14, 15 years. And they know who they are. I want to give a, a special kind of shout out uh, to Jose Vasquez for investing in me. Our conversations, talking about life, talking about leadership, talking about being a father, a husband, Jose and the group over there, I thank you. want to give uh, special uh, thanks to Jose Gomez and the Escojito baseball family down in Santo Domingo. Um, you took a chance on me, and to the players and to the members down there, I thank you for opening your arms and welcoming me in to your family. My parents, Steve and Diana, here today. Um, to me, this day is for you guys. It's, it's for my family. Thank you for, for, for raising me um, with great examples in life. Um, thank you for, for being coaches. Thank you for raising me in the basketball gym on the field. Um, but just a loving environment, I thank you. My wife, Callie, boys, Gabe and Gio. Uh, Callie for being the the rock and the foundation at home and uh, to the boys please continue listening to your mother um, over the past week I've received uh, a lot of text a lot of phone calls a lot of messages uh, from friends and family and uh, just know I'm doing the best I can at getting back but uh, the love and support is felt to the current players 
that have uh, reached out with their love and support. I can't tell you what it means, um, but to the, 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 the players currently playing now, I just want to thank you for allowing myself and other coaches to coach you. To the former players that I've had experience with over the past couple years, and maybe they've been released, maybe they've moved on um, in different aspects of their life from uh, baseball. Um, but with them reaching out, um, thank you for the love and support. But most importantly, thank you for reminding me why I coach. I cannot wait to move forward. I cannot wait to uh, build relationships. Um, and ultimately, I can't wait to, to be a part of a group that uh, brings a championship to the, the city of San Diego. So thank you. We ask that you raise your hand, wait for the microphone, state your name and affiliation prior to asking your question. We will begin with A.J. Casabell of MLB.com. A.J.? Hi, Jace. Welcome to San Diego. Thank you. Um, how do you balance the challenges of being a first-time manager in the big leagues with uh, the goal to win now in 2020? Uh, uh, I think you got to draw back on past experience from people that you've seen. I think the reality is uh, I'm going to have a group around me that, that is supporting that. Um, uh, we're we're going to have people around that, uh, you know, is going to help, you know, through that process. Um, but uh, I've seen managers. I've seen uh, over my years, I've had a lot of talks. Um, I've, I've, I've drawn their experience. Um, so I'm probably going to lean back on uh, uh, some of those talks and how I've seen it. Um, and, and also, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rely on a team. I'm going to rely on a team of whether that's the staff, whether that's front office, but, but, but people that have been there as well. Jace, Kevin Acey from the San Diego Union-Tribune. Kevin. How, I assume you watched the World Series? Uh, how, a little bit, yeah. assume you've seen a lot of uh, this team that you're taking over. How close or how far is this team? the Padres from the World Series? Sure. You know, um, I think when you watch those two teams and, and uh, when we talk about expectations, uh, those two teams have championship uh, qualities. And I think those are the qualities and expectations that I think us as a group here are going to demand. From a talent-wise, um, I don't know. I think we're maybe closer than, than, than maybe what seem or, or think. Uh, but uh, the way the Nationals in Houston play, uh, they've got pitchers that are ultra-aggressive in the zone. They're on the attack. Uh, I see two offensive groups that are incredibly disciplined in the zone. Um, they lay off pitches out of the zone. They battle. Uh, they fight to get barrel to ball and get the ball between the lines. Um, I see groups that are extra-aggressive on the base pass, and they play tremendous defense. Um, and to me, and I think to us here, that's championship-level baseball, and that's kind of the expectations I think we're going to be hoping to set going forward. A lot of talk about that you've never managed before. Um, what do you think you bring, and why were you the best choice? You know, I, I, I can't speak on the second part of that. 
Um, I don't know, you know, who who they spoke to and the other guys out there. I only know really my journey. Um, I've been around a lot of very good baseball men. Um, I've had an ability to connect with players. Um, I may be a little bit new school and uh, a lot of bit old school. Um, I think at the end of the day, it's about people. People play the game. Players play the game. And uh, I'm just really interested in working with the staff that can build relationships uh, with players and can push players and hopefully get the best out of them. And uh, I'm hoping if we double down on some of those fundamentals that we've got a chance to be ultra successful here. Jace, Bryce Miller from the San Diego Union Tribune. You talked about relationships. I, I assume maybe you've talked to a couple of veterans like Machado and Hosmer. If you have, what kind of message were you trying to relay? Or if you haven't, and when you get the opportunity, what, what do you want to say to those, those guys in the clubhouse? Sure. We've, uh, we've started the, the, the process of connecting. Doing the best I can, um, you know, trying to work, you know, maybe two to three calls like a day. Um, you know, we've got other things going on, you know, in, in, in the process. But I think, like, number one is just um, establishing, uh, you know, relationships and starting to build. And, and uh, I hope they understand, uh, you know, my expectations. Um, I don't expect to gain their confidence because of this title. Um, I, don't, I, I don't expect to have that right off the bat. But I do believe that, uh, you know, I'm asking the group to be open-minded and um, I personally expect to win that confidence over time. And that's by being me. That's by being consistent, being the same person every day. And uh, I look forward to continuing to connect on the phone. I look forward to connecting face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball. And the reality is, is if, if we show up in uh, spring training, and that's the one of the first times um, I'm meeting the group, we're probably two, three months behind. And... That sure seems like a recipe for uh, uh, not something I think we're looking forward to. Jace, Dennis Lynn with The Athletic. Hi, Dennis. Hi. Uh, you, you mentioned being a blend of new school and old school. How do you see analytics playing into your role as a manager in 2019, 2020? How do you see that going forward? Yeah, I'm. Uh, look, I, I believe in information. Um, I believe in, uh, you know, if you got 25 guys, if you got 40, 40 guys on the roster, uh, the reality is, is there may be 38 different ways to connect to that, you know, each and every individual. I've, I've studied analytics. I like analytics. I like sports, technology. I like science. Um, and it's all can add value to the game. Um, I think this game is played on uh, uh, fundamentals. I think it's played with discipline. I think it's played with energy. I think it's played with passion. Um, and so uh, I think once we get to know one another, um, finding the best way individually and collectively as a team, uh, we're open to information, but information that makes us better, not information that is overloaded and maybe clouds or creates fog. Uh, what we're looking for is clarity when we're talking to our players um, and trying to uh, develop some blueprints for, for ways for them to succeed ultimately. Darn it, Trip, NBC7. Jace, uh, I was wondering if you could just reflect on how much 
AJ, bringing you to Texas, your time with him together kind of set the foundation for today and how much you've thought about that uh, through the course of this process. The process has been a little bit of a whirlwind. I haven't had a lot of self-reflection time. Uh, you know, the, the, the easy up and down flight from Santo Domingo to San Diego. Um, you know, the, the reality is, is um, you know, AJ and I had a, had a relationship in uh, Texas. He is, um, has been one of the, the drivers in developing me. That's the reality. Um, it's also reality that he's been gone or we've been away from each other the last five years. Um, and I think, you know, we, we weren't really in contact. Um, but I think what was healthy was um, growing, learning from other people. And I'm sure, I don't want to speak for him, but I'm sure that was healthy and, and, and part of his growth like as well. Um, you know, you go into the interview process, hadn't really been around each other in whatever it's been, five, six years. Uh, I don't know how he felt on uh, his end, um, but about three to four seconds into our conversation, um, to me it felt like it was 2010 again. Um, I can't speak on what he felt, but uh, that's personally how I felt. Chase AJ Casavell again, MLB.com. Um, what are the priorities as you look to build your coaching staff going forward? Sure. Um, you know, we're we're in that process. Um, you know, we're 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 meeting with people. Um, you know, the, the the bottom line: can you build relationships, and can you impact players? Can you make them better? Can you push them? Um, do you have the heart of a teacher? Um, do you have discipline? Can you show up every single day? Um, that's some of the qualities we're looking for, and they come in all walks of life. Um, and what's been fascinating about the process is, uh, at least for me, is, uh, you know, meeting people that, uh, you know, I, I haven't worked with uh, necessarily in the past, um, but getting to know them, um, I'm enjoying that process. But, you know, can you build relationships? Can you push them? Can you make them better? Do you have real knowledge and expertise in your area? I think those are some of the qualities um, you know, we'll be looking for. Um, after the vacancy was open, a lot of players said that communication was key for them when they were looking for their next manager, something they wanted to see. How can you be an effective communicator for them? And then the other part of my question is, what can you bring to the table, even though you haven't necessarily had the same uh, managerial experience in the major league or with playing in the MLB? Yeah, as far as communication, my expectations for communication are high. Um, I think it's a, a, a two-way street. I think uh, if we can both understand a, you know, a couple things, every, it's not going to be perfect, um, but we're going to do the best we can at, at communicating with them. Um, I'm not uh, a type of person that sits in his office. Uh, I prefer to be active. I prefer to be out and about. I enjoy uh, genuinely being around players, being around young people, being around players of experience. I just, I enjoy it. Uh, what does that mean? What does that look like? Um, quite frankly, I don't want to be in my office much. I want to be uh, in the gym. I want to be 
uh, shagging in the outfield and maybe we're connecting with relievers and maybe that's hitting a fungo with ground balls. Um, I don't know. These things uh, I found to be, they come up. Uh, you don't know when these moments happen of, of communication, but I do believe that if you're out being active, uh, more organic, natural moments are arrived. Um, as far as never managing in the, the, the major leagues, um, look, uh, I'm going to make mistakes. And um, my guess is the players at some point are going to make mistakes, so we already have common ground. Now let's, you know, like go forward. Um, I'm going to have people around that uh, have, have uh, maybe they've managed, maybe they've bench coached. They're going to have all walks of life. Um, I've been fortunate enough the last five years, I've been very involved uh, with uh, the major league team in Texas. And in three years of uh, almost serving as a second bench coach, um, it may not be perfect, but uh, I've managed a lot of games in my mind and gone through scenarios. And, and uh, now the National League is new to me. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think like just establishing a couple things. Like I'm going to need to learn. I'm going to need to grow. I'm going to make mistakes. Um, but uh, I look forward uh, to, to growing from those mistakes and doing it quickly. Yes, uh, I, I mean, my name is Rodrigo Peguero from To The End in Mexico, and I can Spanish. You can answer in Spanish. Sí, pero necesita hablar despacio, no, por favor. No, no te preocupes, es una pregunta en, en ah, español, ¿no? Lo que representa el reto de tomar esta organización Los Padres en tu carrera y la conexión que tiene Tijuana, San Diego con México. Hay tres jugadores mexicanos. Seguro. ¿Qué representa también el tener a gente, en este caso, mexicana en tu escuadra. Sí. Estoy muy, muy uh, emocionado para esta oportunidad. Y la verdad es que uh, uh, estoy en el proceso de aprendiendo español en mi experiencia. Y venezolano, cubano, poricuan. Uh, pero en serio, uh, estoy muy emocionado para esta oportunidad. Y más importa importante para mí es yo quiero construir relaciones con los pereteros. Y yo sé es un proceso que, que va a tomar tiempo. Hey, uh, Jace. Hey, Jay, how are you? Hey, uh, my name is Barry Bloom. I work for Forbes. Uh, you're the 14th Padre manager I'm going to be covering in my 40-year career as a baseball writer, so welcome. Thank you. Two quick questions for you and then one for AJ. Uh, number one, you, you talked about what you see in a coaching staff. Have you decided are there any holdovers from this staff already that you're going to keep? And then secondly, obviously managing in the National League is a completely different animal without the DH. How do you think you're going to adjust to that? Yeah, I think like we're we're in the process of uh, you know meeting coaches. Um, we, we we haven't made decisions on that. Um, obviously, we're meeting with uh, coaches that were here uh, in the, in the past, and uh, we're meeting with coaches um, you know that have been outside the organization. Uh, the one thing I feel confident is we're going to work as a team, uh, and we're going to you know make decisions that that that's based best on. Um, you know, our players and the organization going forward. As far as the National League style, um, 
I've spent the majority of, uh, of my time in the American League. I grew up in Kansas City. Um, I grew up a Royals fan, American League. I've, I was drafted by Toronto. Uh, I've worked uh, 14, whatever it's been, 14, 15 years with Texas. Uh, so is it safe to say um, I'm, I'm going to need a little bit of help with the, the National League? But I'm a guy that's um, maybe a little bit different in, in, in the structure of, uh, you know, how we do things. Uh, I prefer to rely on a, I, I like information and I like um, information from our coaches, from our staff. I really don't believe in hierarchy. Uh, so, you know, my goal is as the game's going, uh, sometimes it goes fast. Um, I'm probably going to be drawing on uh, a lot of different opinions and experiences um, in the dugout. And so um, I hope to learn quick. And, uh, you know, I hope to, to have some people around with different uh, areas of expertise and different experiences. And uh, I think the, the, the biggest way you combat it is you game plan early. You, you run through scenarios in your head. Those things come up. Um, it usually slows down. The reality is the game happens, and sometimes you got to draw it up in the dirt. And uh, having people around with that ability to ad lib as we get going and to be able to be confident and fire ideas my way, um, at least I think that that's the plan going forward. So your bench coach is going to be important. Would you want to have somebody with managerial experience, like a Trey Hillman type, you know, that would be able to, or somebody who's managed in the National League to be able to give you that expertise? I want good baseball people that can connect with players, can push people, um, and can make them better. AJ, uh, just for one last for you. Uh, you kind of went through this already with Andy Green. You hired a guy who had very limited major league experience he was a third base coach he didn't have much minor league experience why do you think this is going to be different this time around is it your relationship with jace that that made you decide to do this again i think i think everything's on the individual you know i think the uh i think maybe the easy thing to do sometimes is when you you make a decision and uh you know it doesn't get quite the results that you're looking for then what you see a lot of times i think in pro sports is the team then goes to 180 degrees in, in the different direction um you know i think for us like we we understood like what we were looking for and the, and the type of person we were looking for and again to to characterize all all you know first year managers as the same or all managers that are a certain age group is the same same thing as looking at um you know if you look at Hey, every scout that's over the age of 60 years old believes in X, Y, and Z. Everybody's different. And I think we went into the process as a baseball operations team, talking to Ron, talking to Peter with, uh, with that understanding and understanding that, you know, our, our criteria, we talked about connecting, we talked about knowledge, we talked about passion and energy, uh, we talked about work ethic, we talked about keeping it fun. Um, you know, that, we knew that was going to come in all different, all different walks of life from people with different experiences. And, uh, you know, I do think like the fact that, again, sometimes you get into, uh, you know, get into, when you work with somebody, that's probably the, the you know, it's hard to know somebody in, in, until you've worked with them on a day-to-day -day basis in any business. And, you know, the fact that me and Jay's have working experience, I, I know what to expect. And, and that, uh, that definitely played a factor in, in the whole decision. Uh, Jace Lee Hamilton from KUSI. Question about what you inherit and the bigger challenge, pushing the kid pitchers to the next level or fixing all the metrics in the batting order that were so bad over the last couple of years. What do you think is the biggest challenge, and how do you view what you've inherited? Thank you. 
let me go with the like last piece of that. Um, I think this is a special situation. I think going through uh, the interview process, you had a, a I met with a group, uh, a team working here, and uh, I can't explain where we found common ground, but I think I think the one thing that radiated off is uh, you had a group up here dying to win, like truly passionate to win. Um, the reality is um, this is this is my first managing job, and I don't think a lot of managing jobs first time when you come into a situation have pitchers like Paddock, like Richards, like Lamette, have two defensive or two catchers, one defensively in hedges, upside of uh, Mejia offensively, switch hitter with a cannon. I don't think you run into situations on the, the infield corner with Machado, with Hosmer, with uh, arguably one of the best 20-year-olds on the planet in a shortstop in Tatis. Um, upside of, uh, um, you know, Urias in the infield. We can go through the, the outfield situation, but then you look up and it's uh, arguably one of the best three closers in the game in Kirby Yates. Um, so what have we inherited? Uh, We've got a lot of players uh, with some huge upside. And in my small beginning phases of connecting with players uh, over the phone, uh, I think they share that, that kind of dying pa uh, passion um, to win here in the city, the city of San Diego. Hi, Jace, over here. Kyle Kraska, CBS Hi, Kyle. San Diego. Yeah. Congratulations Thank and welcome. You. I'm sure you're aware this is a fan base that's been waiting for a winner for a very long time. Many of them are tuned in right now live. Uh, could you speak to them and, and tell them why they should be excited about you as a manager and about this team going into 2020? Yeah, I can. I'm, I'm, I'm very sensitive on um, you know speaking to what we're going to do. Um, I'm, I'm just not comfortable um, talking about um, what the plan is before I've had an opportunity to meet the players face to face and have that message. But I can speak briefly on, you know, some of the expectations. Um, you know, I, I believe we're going to have a group that prepares, number one. We're going to have a group that uh, um, works, not just talks, but works. Um, we're going to look for ways to come together as a group. I believe in cohesiveness, I believe in chemistry. Um, and uh, I think, like, for the fans, uh, look, I've, I've got two boys. Um, it's important uh, the way we play the game. It's important the way we prepare. I want to uh, um, I, I see a team that uh, runs the bases, uh, that catches the ball, that throws the ball to the right base. Uh, I want to see a group of pitchers that um, are on the attack, not afraid to get hit, but on the attack. I uh, want to see a group of, um, you know, hitters that uh, become disciplined in the zone uh, that can pressure the zone. I'm not saying we sit up there and take, but I'm saying, you know, we're hoping to have a team that can pressure the zone, move the bat, get the barrel to ball, hit it between the white lines, and run the bases. I want to see uh, an environment that is created to where they're allowed to make mistakes. And if they're aggressive mistakes and they're educated mistakes, probably going to celebrate that. I want to see a group of players have fun. Um, I want that energy radiate, radiating off. Um, I hope, 
you know, as 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 these things are talked about, you know, to the fans. Um, I hope that's an experience when they have that they can feel that. Um, so that would be, I think, our message. Again, I'm not comfortable, you know, without meeting with the players, you know, face to face. I I think those things are, you know, a little bit personable. Um, but with that being said, that's I think kind of the, the the vision that this group talked about. Ladies and gentlemen, this time, thank you very much for attending. We greatly appreciate it. Congratulations to Chase Tangler. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.